Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Beautifully Aligned podcast. This is my first podcast episode that I am recording while also on YouTube, and I don't really know where I should look. It's kind of awkward. Um, I have my notes in front of me, so if you are watching this on YouTube, I will be posting these on my YouTube channel, so I'll leave a link in the show notes if in the future you want to watch these on YouTube versus the podcast app, I will link my channel so that you can go ahead and subscribe there. It's going to be the exact same show, just, you know, some people like to watch, some people like to listen, do what suits you. So if you are new here, this is the Beautifully Aligned Podcast, and I want this podcast to feel like it's happy hour with your girlfriend. And this show is a show for women who want to curate their thoughts, discover their purpose, empower themselves, and just build their most beautifully aligned life. So I cover self-care routines to mindfulness practices, all areas of wellness will cover just to help you feel your best and live your most beautifully aligned life. I am your host, Lynn Ford, certified professional life coach and founder of Alga Up, the blog and the YouTube channel. I will link those. Well, I said I was linking YouTube. I will link my blog in the show notes as well. So today's episode, I feel like is a kind of loaded episode, and it is all about negative self-talk. I've been so excited to share on this topic because it is so close to my heart and something that I have been working on over the last, I would say, three or four years. I am by no means perfect at this, but I've gotten a lot of practice in. I've really found what works for me and also for my clients to improve negative self-talk. That is the topic today, negative self-talk and how to stop it or at least minimize it by a lot. So if you're wanting to make a change, positive self-talk, in my opinion, is one of the number one things that you need to be doing in order to provide that catalyst for change. Because if you are talking shit to yourself, are you going to actually make these positive changes in your life? Probably not. So when you employ positive self-talk, you are cultivating self-compassion, kindness, self-love. I just recorded a podcast all about self-love. You're being more patient with yourself, less judgmental with yourself. So when you can practice positive self-talk versus negative self-talk, your life will completely change. I promise you. Okay, so story time. So three or four years ago, I was listening to a podcast and I, I wish I knew what podcast it was. If I can think of it or find it, I will link it. I wish I knew. But I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about negative self-talk. And honestly, I had never even heard that term, negative self-talk. I knew, you know, we all have our internal voices. Actually, I think some people don't talk to themselves. Let me know 
send me a DM on Instagram if you're like, I don't know what you are even talking about. But most of us have this inner voice, whether it's negative, whether it's positive, and it really leads us to believe certain things about ourselves. So for example, if you're saying I'm a piece of shit, you're going to believe you're a piece of shit if that's what you're saying to yourself over and over and over again. So anyway, I was listening to this podcast. They were talking about negative self-talk. And like I said, I knew I had, you know, narratives that I was telling myself, but I never thought about it like, oh, I'm actually talking shit to myself constantly. And when I really took inventory and stock of what I was saying to myself, I was so sad, but I was also like just shocked and flabbergasted. I'm trying to think of some of the things that I would say to myself. And luckily, I don't say these things really at all now. I mean, the negative self-talk does come up sometimes, but I've really learned to quiet it. I think I would say things like, you like you don't deserve this. Who do you think you are? Like, what what makes you think that you can have this or do this? Are you stupid? Like kind of taunting myself almost like you can't handle this. Oh my gosh. That was a big one for me was you can't handle this. And that is where a lot of my anxiety started stemming from was you can't handle this. And then I would feel a total loss of control. And I worked on this in therapy, specifically with the anxiety piece, but that you can't handle this piece came up for me a lot. And I would tell myself that if I was fearful of something, like if say I was going into a meeting and I had to speak or something and I was not feeling very confident about it, I would be like, oh, you're not going to be able to handle this. You can't do this. And then, you know, it just leads you down the path of more negative self-talk. So there's a lot that you can learn when it comes to your negative self-talk, both good, not so good, even before we're able to like really think for ourselves and feel for ourselves. Sometimes we end up like emotionally carrying other people's really projections, thoughts, feelings towards us, but it's really a projection, like I said, towards them. And our thoughts and feelings can become figments of other people's thoughts and feelings. And these external projections can come from all over. They can come from your caretakers. They can come from teachers. They can come from just society, the media, even from your friends. So looking back and just analyzing who taught you how to speak to yourself and be in the world. Like, how do you exist in the world? It can reveal a lot. Okay, so back to the podcast that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. So the host in that podcast episode was saying something like, or asking the question, would you speak to a friend how you speak to yourself when you're having these negative self-talk narratives come up? For example, you look like shit today. What the fuck were you thinking wearing that? Are you stupid? Do you even know how to drive? Like these kinds of things. And for me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is how I talk to myself. And I would never 
I wouldn't speak to my worst enemy like that. I just wouldn't. So for me, that episode just made me so aware of how I was talking to myself. I really never thought about it until they, you know, encouraged me to bring up this awareness of how I spoke to myself. So there are some steps to stop the negative self-talk and replace it with positive self-talk so that you can make changes or be more positive or whatever it is that you are seeking to do in your self-development journey. The first step, like I mentioned, is awareness, just becoming aware of it and then taking inventory of where it came from. If we can identify where the negative self-talk came from, it can already release. It can already just really be so much freeing and just release that like, oh, this is not mine. It's not even mine. So for me, it was the podcast bringing up that awareness And then I went to therapy, not for this specifically, but to work on my anxiety and then really realizing, oh, I'm, I'm talking to myself this way. This isn't mine. This is where my anxiety comes from. And I was able to mitigate it and stop it. The next step is journaling. I know that everybody and their mom is talking about journaling, but it really is such a powerful practice to get to know yourself, to create affirmations, which we're going to talk about later in this episode, and to shift your negative self-talk into more positive self-talk. So regarding negative self-talk, when it comes to journaling specifically, you're going to list out first, this is like the first step, what you want and why. And this could be anything. It could be a physical item that you want. It could be how you want to change and why. Include the why, because if you don't have the why, then what are you doing this for? So once you have your why and you've listed out what you want, and you could really even do this every day if you wanted to, maybe while you're working on this positive self-talk journey, like write three things that you want for the day. And it can repeat on different days. It doesn't always have to be the same. And make sure you list your why. And then you're going to create your own affirmations. So separate from your why, you're going to create affirmations. And I know everyone talks about affirmations too. And it's not like, I am beautiful. And now I'm going to believe it. No, you have to really create them with intention. And I'm going to show you how but you have to start taking action on them every single day as well. You can't just say it once and your affirmation just comes true. Affirmations with no action will just keep you stuck. So like I said, if you're just repeating it over and over, it may not create a change. You have to actually take action. So here are three questions to journal, start the journaling process to ask yourself. The first one is, who am I? What do I want? And why am I valuable? So these are the questions to ask just as you start this process. You could ask so many more questions to then create more affirmations, but I'm just going to use these right now as an example. And Self-inquiry is vital to just uncovering who you are and do this, try, try, try to do this without judgment. See where that negative self-talk maybe comes in. If you are asking yourself, 
Who am I? You don't want to say, well, I'm a piece of shit. Yes, we all have challenges and negative self-beliefs. At least most of us do. But just acknowledge that negative self-belief, whatever it is, and then let it go. And then you're going to create a positive I am statement, just one. You could come up with hundreds of I am, like I am beautiful, I am smart, I am worthy. And the answer to that question might change day to day. So growth is not linear. It can be all over the place and that's fine. So maybe you want to do this today. So you're going to get really specific on today with this question. Who am I today? And then you'll answer. This is just an example. Maybe this is you. Maybe it's not. Today, I'm a person who is healing and learning how to create my most beautifully aligned life. Oh, another good one that I just thought of is how am I changing today? And you could answer something like, I am changing the way that I speak to myself and I'm practicing more self-compassion and patience. That is such a good one to say to yourself as you're trying to release this negative self-talk. I'm going to share one more affirmation that was mine when I was working in therapy. And that was, how am I learning to trust myself? And my answer at the time was I am learning to trust myself by letting go of control. By the way, side note, we could do a whole episode on control because that was where a lot of my anxiety came from was the things that I couldn't control. Okay, back to this. So I'm learning to trust myself by letting go of control and exploring the different opportunities that present themselves to me. And this affirmation was so life-changing for me and so just the opposite of what I had always thought and told myself and really was the catalyst for change for me. So once you've done this exercise, you will have a list of hopefully at least three affirmations that you can repeat to yourself over and over again and actually take action on them because what we think and what we do become who we are. So what you're telling yourself, you actually start to believe. Think about it like your Instagram explore page, that it's like the same in your brain. So when you open up Instagram and everything that you're seeing on Instagram is what they think you want to see based on the algorithm and what you've looked at in the past. So your brain works very similarly to that Instagram explore page. So if you're saying things like, I'm a piece of shit, I'm worth nothing, you are going to find those things that match your thoughts and beliefs. And this reminds me of Ed Milet and something that he taught me on one of his podcast episodes. It was a long time ago about your RAS or reticular activating system system in your brain. It's a process that happens where you will seek out what you are thinking about. And I think in his podcast, he was mentioning that he was interested in buying a Tesla. So all of a sudden, he saw Teslas everywhere. In fact, he wanted a white Tesla and he started seeing white Teslas everywhere because his RAS was picking up what he was thinking about. Therefore, he started seeing them. 
a similar example for me was before my husband and I moved to Arizona from California, we knew we wanted to move to Arizona for several months. And in California, we'd see Arizona license plates. And I'd be like, oh, there's one, there's one, there's one. And I would see so many and they were always there. But my RAS was picking up on that and therefore saw them everywhere because I was thinking about them. So the RAS brings to light what we are looking for. So if in your brain, you're telling yourself, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am smart, whatever it is that your affirmation is, you will start to believe it. And therefore, a light will be shined on things that bring those things to you. And I really challenge you to speak these powerful affirmations that hopefully you will create for yourself, especially not just in the easy times, because it's so easy when things are going well to create these affirmations. But when things get tough, it it can be challenging to take action and practice journaling and practice saying our meditations and then acting on them. So I really encourage you to do this when you're facing your fears, when you're kicking that negative self-talk in the ass, because it's what your brain is going to try to revert to. So you have to work with actions and start really with this practice that I've taught you and saying them out loud to then really believe them and start practicing as XYZ person would who has these affirmations. Okay, one more tip before I go on how to stop the negative self-talk. I learned this from Mel Robbins and I want to try this myself. I haven't done it yet. She was talking about a study that was done where people were negative or whatever. They had negative self-talk. They didn't believe much in themselves. And what they did was they took these people and I can't remember how many days it was. It was maybe five days, like not a super long period of time. But for five days, they would look themselves in the mirror, give themselves a high five and say an affirmation like, yeah, you're going to do awesome today or whatever it is, or you're beautiful, whatever it was on YouTube. I'm actually doing the high five if it sounds awkward. So get by giving themselves this high five, they're reinforcing the belief with a physical action. But also she was saying, you wouldn't go and high five someone that you thought was an asshole or that you thought was a piece of shit. So if you are doing this to yourself and creating this positive action, it will lead to more positivity and more positive self-talk as you go forward. And the results of the study were that these people actually started to think more positively after those five days. I think it was five days. But regardless, after the study concluded and after they did this practice of the high five, their mindset shifted. So I'm going to try this. I challenge you to try it. I challenge you to do the journaling. Start with why. Well, actually, the first step is taking inventory of your negative self-talk, where does it come from, why, who did it come from, release that. And I recommend journaling this out because it can bring up more thoughts and emotions just by writing it out. And then you are going to list your why, and this could be on a daily basis, you can do this once, whatever feels good to you, and your why can change. It can change day to day. And then you are going to write out those affirmations based on the questions that I listed. You are going to take actions on the affirmations, and 
there you have it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode today. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for being here too. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. I'd be so grateful. And with that, I will see you if you're here on YouTube or talk to you next week.